0: what's up a to z sports live on a thursday i don't know about you guys but this week is flying by for me already a thursday morning and it is time for three moves in free agency that jack gentry would do if he were titans gm Rand Carthon. this was the magic bucket pool from last thursday and we decided to make a whole damn show out of it So we're going to have a great show talking about the three moves that Jack has come up with this offseason. All three of these happen to be dealing with uh, upcoming free agents, and they're uh, they're very interesting. So I'm very curious to see the uh, chat's reaction on Jack's moves. We'll go through one Titan who might be returning in two-tone blue as a pending free agent, and then two new Titans to fill needs, big needs, uh, on this roster under a new head coach, Brian Callahan. So Jack has three moves uh, that he will uh, present to us as if he were Titans GM, Rand Carthon. And then what we're going to do is we're going to grade Jack's offseason season performance uh, with all three of these moves collectively after we do it. And we'll see how he comes out of this. If he comes out of the wash with a positive, a negative, a letter grade, pluses and minuses are welcome. Uh, we'll see uh, what type of risk Jack wants to take and how much money. He's going to spend of Amy Adams' Strunk, And then we'll just turn back around and go back to the Magic Bucket again because it is a Thursday and we always end the Thursday shows with the Magic Bucket. So, Jack, welcome in. GM Jack, how are things going?
1: You know, GM Jack in pinch and Pinching Pennies this offseason, baby. We're spending it all. <laughs> so, wait, hey, look, before we get into any of that, guys, I'm looking at our likes numbers. We're only at six. Let's please bump those up. It helps us, it helps us grow the show, it helps us with our audience. Um, So we want to like the show. If you're watching on Facebook, give that thumbs up. If you're watching on YouTube, do the same. Like the show. Let's get it up. I only see one person have liked since I've uh, began talking. Here we go. Now they're trickling in. Let's go. Keep liking the show. Boost those numbers. And if you're watching on Facebook, share the show as well. Share it to your Titans Facebook groups. I want to hear from all of you guys on Facebook as well as YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, turn your notifications on by tapping that bell icon at the top of your screen. You do not want to miss an update. When a to Z sports goes live or posts any type of content to their YouTube channel, it's going to be fast and furious. Once March rolls around, do not miss out on it. Be the first to be updated. You'll be the coolest guy in the office. You'll be the coolest guy at the water cooler because you know, what's going on all the time with the Tennessee Titans. Finally, if you're watching on Twitch, text that Twitch link around to your Titans text groups, text to anybody who has a big decision. They want to make uh, or they want to see the Titans make this off season. We're going to get into a handful of these decisions. And we want to hear from you guys throughout the show. So let's be active. Let's be energetic. And Austin, let's get the show on the road.
0: Yep, let's get it going officially. Welcome to A to Z Sports. Powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry. And we are Nashville's on-demand sports.net going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash atoz, and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, With three great locations in Murfreesboro, Columbia and in Franklin online at KrebsKibota.com. Before we dive into uh, Jack's magic bucket, I do want to uh, hate on Greg German, who says, but first, five minutes of sponsors. Oh, Greg, five minutes of sponsors? I just timed myself. The entire official (laughs) open took 56 seconds. So Greg, (laughs) shove it. Our sponsors is what makes this happen. And you guys should be grateful for our sponsors because this is why we were able to deliver about 12 hours of live content per week, because we have sponsors that pay the bills, that pay the staff, that allow you guys to have the best on-demand Titans content. So Greg, shove it and take your five minutes and turn it up your backside. I did it in 56 seconds. So congratulations to Greg. Suck it, Greg
1: good morning greg golly that's not what he expected this morning
0: Ah, i see you in the chat i see all of you
1: (laughs) i love it austin's breathing fire this morning on thursday let's get this thing going dude
0: yeah let's do it it is now time jack (laughs) for the magic bucket jack so the magic bucket told you last week Three moves that you would make this offseason if you were Titans, General Manager, Ray and Carthon. We've got these three ready to go. They all have to deal with free agency. And so we are going to uh, uh, have a great time this morning with General Manager Jack Gentry of the Titan Up Podcast. The new episode is out uh, wherever you get your podcasts on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Jack, let's begin with a previous Titan that you think ran Carthon should bring back this year, who is currently having his contract expire after this past season, Jack, who is this Titan you want to bring back into tone Yeah.
1: So GM Jack, you know, he's looking at the roster and he, he's, he's found a strength on the defensive front and most notably is Denico Autry up there you know he's a free agent this offseason and I understand he's on the wrong side of 30 but look he's got 28 and a half sacks in his three years with the Titans coming off a career year last season with 11 and a half sacks and Austin what do they say about some of the best players in any sport well they make the other guys around them better Danico Autry whenever he's on the field makes his other D line mates better whether it's Jeffrey Simmons, whether it's Harold Landry or last year Arden Key, when Denico Autry was on the field, he commands attention from an offensive line and an offensive coordinator. They have to game plan ways to stop Danico Autry from ruining the game and wrecking their quarterback. Danico Autry needs to be prioritized. Look, him next to Jeffrey Simmons has been a match made in heaven. Uh, the two Mississippi State Bulldogs, the chemistry is off the charts, but the production is too. and. You know, when you let a guy like Danico Autry walk, I think that sends the wrong message to incoming free agents. Like, even if you perform at levels you had never seen in your entire career, the Titans are going to say, Well, you know what? We don't have it in the budget. You, you got to make room for players like Danico Autry. And I don't think it's a stretch to say that Danico Autry is the best Titans free agent signing on the defensive side of the ball since Kyle and Bosch. And you know what, if he has another big year, then you start to throw him in a conversation with the best Titans for agents ever, like throwing him up next to Delaney Walker. Yeah. So I think you can bring Denico Autry back on a smart deal, right? 10 to $12 million AAV. Maybe it's a two-year deal because he is going to run out of juice at some point. And, you know, I'll pull up his age right now. I don't have that in front of me. He is, but- I just
0: pulled it up because I was ready for it. Because Denico Autry is 33 years old right now, but he turns 34 in July. So when yeah. training camp opens, he will be 34 years old on the defensive line. So hey, that's grown man strength that he's got on the D-line. But 34 is an, is a risky age for sure. But you just mentioned he's coming off his career Two, best season.
1: Give him a two-year deal. And I think you can make a case that he's the most valuable free agent that the Titans need to re-sign. Like, like Aziz Al Al-Shair, great player, important piece to your defense, the captain of the defense in the middle of it, um, and then Sean Murphy bunting. But I think Denico Autry holds more value than both of those players. So my first move would be to bring back a guy who's absolutely earned every penny of what I'm about to pay him, Denico Autry. He's coming back.
0: All right, so I saw a couple comments for Denico Autry. Uh, Justin says, Autry doesn't get half the amount of love from the right. league that he should. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with that. Nobody talks um, about him
1: because he's got Big Jeff next to him.
0: Yeah, and he's a quiet player. Like, Danico is one of the worst media interviews on the Titans <laughs> roster, and that's not his fault. He just has no interest in talking to the media, and he's not that interesting of a person publicly. I, I think he's probably very different behind closed doors with his guys. Um, and so But to I'm that looking, point, uh, like,
1: flying under the radar – could help the titans here save a little extra money because you know maybe he doesn't get the buzz that he deserves around the league or maybe the age is scaring teams off of him but i think that that could help maybe not deflate his value but it would help you know with the demand around the league so the titans aren't in a bidding war against six different teams now it's maybe just a couple of different teams that they have to go against
0: yeah, now see, uh, Lucas Burks gets the show. You know, like I know people that listen to the Tighten Up podcast, you guys get the show. If you're a Dan Levitard friend, you understand the show. You get this show. Uh, Lucas says, Autry is Cole Komet. And if Sam is hearing that, Sam is laughing very loud about the uh, Cole Komet references there. So, Danico Autry <clears throat> is going to be interesting because. uh, Darren says, Danico back, that's a no-brainer co-sign. But Andre says, Autry is going to drop like all the cell services have this morning. And I don't know, I, I'm a Verizon person, so I have not been affected. But I know AT&T, across the entire country, you cannot make phone calls today. So, I, I don't know, Jack, if you're an AT&T person, we talked on the phone this morning, so I know you're not. I know you and Sam are not AT&T people, because that would have already reared its ugly head. <clears throat> so, yeah. Andre is a, a fall from, <clears throat> from Grace, from Danico Autry because he's 34 years old and IR says, I'm 34, just tell Autry not to fall off his bed. You know, 34 is about that time when things go downhill. But, you know, Danico Autry coming off a career best 11 sacks last season, there's still upside and excited, uh, you know, about what he could bring in, in year 34.
1: And I hear that, right? I, I hear you, Andre. But he's missed five games in three years with the Titans. And that was, the, all five of those games came in 2022. So in year one and year three with the Titans, Denico Autry has played all 17 games. And remember, he played all 17 games last year with, when the Titans had nothing to play for at the end of the season. They were shutting down their veterans. Uh, and Denico Autry was still out there making big-time plays and was a difference in a couple of the Titans' win. A, a couple of the Titans' wins last year. He was a big-time difference maker. Look, uh, you, you're going to be able to find better and younger defensive linemen out there in free agency. But Danico Autry just works on this defensive front. He works next to Big Jeff. He works next to Harold Landry. Those two guys are coming back next year. If you retain your top three pass rushers from last season, I expect the Titans to get back to their old ways of sacking the quarterback, forcing early decisions, forcing early throws. And you know, the secondary will be there to reap some of those benefits last year. Look, the Titans didn't turn the ball over last year. Denard Wilson, he's coming from a defense that did that stuff. 31 turnovers forced for Denards Wilson's Ravens defense last year. If the Titans want to replicate some of that, Danico Autry has to be back.
0: All right, so here is what we have, and I just pasted the full link in the chat, of uh, what it would take potentially, a contract uh, projection for Danico Autry from uh, a to Z Sports.com's Josh Kipo. I mentioned this yesterday. We're going to be doing this a lot over the next month of our free agent contract projections. Our guy Eldon English precisely nailed it. I, Zach can no longer say Spo don't know because I went out and found a cap at an analyst to create our own contract projections for this free agency so we don't have to rely on our friends over at Track. But Nico Autry, according uh, to our contract projections on Sports.com, just a one-year deal, right? Because he is going into year 34 uh, on, in his age. So a one-year deal, $9 million, a $6 million guaranteed with a one-year cap hit of $9 million. Now that is, you know, a lot for a 34 year old player uh, on the defensive line. But I also think it's fairly easy to add some void years um, into this uh, contract where maybe that $6 million guaranteed is a $6 million signing bonus. And he just has a $3 million salary. So you can give him $6 million up front in his pocket and then spread that $3 million over the 17 game season. And now you can spread the $6 million signing bonus. You slap on a couple void years. And now all of a sudden his year one cap hit is just $5 million. That's something that I could see really being the case for Danico Autry. And I think a lot of Titans fans, I would say the majority of Titans fans and Titans media would be totally fine with Danico Autry um, being back in 2024.
1: Yeah, that's even cheaper than what I had, right? And yeah. uh, you know, I think we're at a point in the offseason, and, and a lot of Titans fans, I get it. You're conscious of the budget that they have, but in free agency, you're going to overpay just about every single time, and that's something that you know you have to accept heading into this thing. So if it does take a little bit more, I still think you bring Danico Offrey back. But you get, like you mentioned, you can get creative with this stuff.
0: Yeah, you can even not.
1: add a second year, give him, give him a team option. And I, I saw a comment in the chat I want to get to really quick. I think we hit on this. On Not Tuesday a player before.
0: option, a team option. Not, yes, there it, is no player options, as that has been a hot-button issue this week.
1: Yes, exactly. That was the exact issue I was looking for. I think I lost it in the comments. but oh, okay. Um, yeah, so give, give maybe slap a team option on there. If Danico Autry performs again next season and just becomes an ageless wonder, then you bring him back again in 2025. So I, I like where we're at with Danico Autry. I like the money. But um, look, this is an off where you can't pinch pennies. If you want to improve your roster, you got to spend. You got to spend money to make money, and the Titans are in a position to do that this off season. But first, you got to take care of some in house issues. Bring back a guy who's proven he's valuable to your roster time and time again, Denico Autry.
0: All right. And last thing I'll say about Denico Autry because you know sixty five million dollars of cap space as of now. Uh, Sam talked at Titans at two the other day about three Titans that could be cap casualties and get cut before to create more space. And I think we'll, we'll have some more conversations about that. But Danico Autry at $5 million in a year one cap hit based off of my contract that I drew up adding a couple voided years, you, you bring back Danico Autry and you still got north of $60 million of cap space. I think that's something I would co-sign on. And when you talk about Denard Wilson, Denard Wilson's been around 4-3 defenses. Denico Autry and the Titans have been playing a 3-4 defense. But Danico is a player that can play in any type of defensive front. So if you're looking at a possible transition from going more 4-3 than 3-4, even though it is a fluid, versatile type thing, Danico Autry is a glue piece of somebody who can have you play any type of scheme up front uh, and make it effective because of his his overall skill set as both a a run defender and a pass uh, rusher.
1: Exactly. Front multiplicity. We heard Rabel say it. We heard Callahan come in and kind of say the same thing. He's going to run different looks on defense, or at least that's what Denard Wilson wants to do. And Denico Autry, you know, he's like a utility player in baseball up front on that defensive line. If you need a shortstop that day, if your shortstop got sick, Denico Autry will go play shortstop. If you need a left fielder, plug Denico Autry in at left field. That's the same thing the Titans are going to be able to do up front on the defensive line with Denico Autry. And that's what makes him so valuable, right? Because if you're without Jeffrey Simmons, for a week. Well, Danico Autry will handle the inside. If you're without Harold Landry, well, Danico Autry can line up on the outside. He can do a ton of different things, and that's what makes him so valuable. And if it's only $9 million and you want to cover most of that with a signing bonus, I mean, that's music to my ears. You still have essentially the entire budget left over to continue spending while also retaining one of your most impactful defensive players.
0: And a leader who can also help us all and help this organization transition uh, from uh, one coaching staff to the next, new eras. In Nashville. All right. So, uh, Danico Autry uh, signed is the first of Jack's three moves. We're going through Jack's three moves he would make if he were Rand Carthon. All of these moves uh, are basically free agent type moves. And I did see Nate's burner says, no wide receiver talk, no Frazier. It's peaceful in the chat. Well, we're about to ruin that piece because <laughs> it is now time. Hope you enjoyed for, it. <laughs> for wide receiver talk for Jack's next move in a free agency if he were ran Carthon, but first the bone and joint Institute, that is where you guys should turn. If you have any type of injury in life, I saw IR mention, man, if he was in the state of Tennessee, he'd go to the bone and joint Institute, but he's in Florida. Maybe he's feeling some pain. That is where you should turn. If you're in the mid state, because the bone and joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who you can go to and who you can trust. And they have so many experts, a dozen plus experts at the Bone and Joint Institute who can help you out with any type of injury that you have in life, whether it's just life in general that's getting you banged up. Maybe you got a a sciatica problem. Maybe you got a back, shoulder, hip, knee from an old injury. Maybe your son or daughter got hurt playing youth sports. That happens. Check them out online right off of I-65 in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org.
1: BetMGM.com has you covered for all of your sports betting needs. If you're looking to dive into the game or if you're looking to make a change with your sports book, go ahead and sign up with BetMGM because new users can download the app, plug in the bonus code that you see on your screen, A to Z Sports, and you'll receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. They're not going to put you down early. They're going to give you an opportunity to start on top. Do it. Take advantage of this offer with BetMGM and start winning. If you're looking to get in the game, BetMGM is the perfect place to do that. Download BetMGM. Use our bonus code Sports.
0: Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All, all promotions, subject qualification, other Other requirements. First online room, one of only. World which issues non bonus bets, bonus boxes, five, And for problem game sport, go Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Jack, uh, Danico Autry back. That's your first move we've discussed today. You've got three moves because the magic bucket told you so. If you were Rand Carthon. Now we talk wide receiver jack what is your wide receiver move you would make this offseason if you were Rank carthon yeah
1: so it's obviously a hot button issue and for you know for good reason right the titans just let a superstar wide receiver walk out of the door so how are you going to fill that void well deandre hopkins showed you that he can still do some things um at his age with a th- over a thousand yards receiving last year but you've got a young quarterback austin and with will levis you need sure things. You can't gamble with your future, and there's no more sure thing out there right now than T. Higgins. Woo-hoo. Coming coming from Brian Callahan's system, he had a couple of injury bugs last year that limited his production, which actually may lower the price out there on the trade market for T. Higgins when the Bengals um, inevitably franchise tag him. So what I would do, I would take the left tackle with my seventh overall pick. But instead of drafting a wide receiver and, you know, having him learn and grow and develop with, with Will Levis and develop in Callahan's system, I'm going to go out and bring in a sure thing and a known commodity in T. Higgins who's had success in Callahan's system. But I'm going to give up that second round pick paired with a fourth round pick to go at a guy that I know that can contribute right away with the Titans, can help Will Levis develop faster, can be, you know, another big time uh Jump ball, you know, 50-50 guy yeah. on the outside at six foot four in T Higgins. He's also top 15 in yak yards per game last year. So he can help you and run after the catcher. The Titans didn't have a lot in uh last season. But I want to go out and get T Higgins, and you've got the money to do it. There's no point in having all this money and not spending it on elite caliber talent like T Higgins out there. And I look, I get it. If you if you're an IU guy, you prefer him over T Higgins, but I don't think anybody in the chat would be upset with adding T. Higgins to this Titans offense. Will Levis is a deep ball thrower. T. Higgins is a deep ball catcher. Um, It just makes sense to me to bring in T. Higgins and to part ways with that second-round pick because I think T. Higgins is going to be a better player than anybody you're going to be able to find in the second round this year. And there is a crop of dudes that could pan out, but it's a risk. And you don't want to take the risk on missing on another receiver. You already got to figure out what you're going to do with Traylon Burks and how you're going to make him work in Brian Callahan's system. You don't want another question mark. So bring me a sure thing. You have DeAndre Hopkins and T Higgins, 1A, 1B, however you, want to, however you want to put those two dudes. Those are two reliable weapons for Will Levis to grow as a quarterback and become the first 4,000-yard passer in Tennessee Titans history.
0: All right, so I got some comments in here that I favorited because people were all over the board on this. I see uh, Jermell saying, okay, Jack. Uh, Danny says, dear God, no, not two picks. Uh, and then Stephen King says 2025 fourth rounder. And that's where I'm going to show because that is what we have specified in this is a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 fourth round pick for wide receiver T Higgins. And once again, I'll point back to our contract projection project over at a to If you missed it yesterday, you go to our, our homepage a and you scroll down and I have it pinned in our trending section as the top post, For our 105 free agent contract projections, uh, there for this free agency, and so that that franchise tag, I believe, is a higher likelihood at this point. But a three-year, 70 million dollar deal, average of 23 and a half per year, and 45 guaranteed, uh, and and two picks, and it's about one this year at second round, and one this year or next year in the fourth round. And the one thing I do agree with you, Jack is that I don't think the Tennessee Titans are going to find a second-round wide receiver at the 38th slot that will be anything like T. Higgins over their career. When Sam went down to Mobile, Alabama in the Senior Bowl and Sam's going to the NFL Combine next week in Indianapolis, he learned a lot. the, the, The wide receivers are good at the very top. The names we've been talking about, Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors. And then there's a significant drop-off. And, you know, Xavier Leggett was supposed to be somebody that really showed up and shined at the, com- at the senior bowl to see if he can jump up in that late first round. There's A.D. Mitchell out of Texas via Georgia. There's some other names that we know in college football, but it, the, the wide receivers were a lot of meh. And I think T. Higgins for the 38th pick and a fourth-round pick next year, it's a steep ta- it's a steep price. But I also believe that it's something the Titans could consider because you're going into this era where you've got a cheap ass quarterback that's got talent and upside in Will Levis. Again, 9 million dollars over 4 years for Will Levis, why not go get somebody at wide receiver that you can spend more on now in after will levis's rookie deal t higgins is what 28 29 years old this contract Mm -hmm. you're about to sign him to in this hypothetical situation is probably expiring and now you're paying will levis a bunch of money and now will levis as an experienced quarterback can go help and play better with younger receivers and now you kind of flip it right like Patrick Mahomes had his best receiving core when he was on his rookie contract. And I'm not comparing Levis to Mahomes, right? But in this situation, that you have Levis as an older quarterback now doesn't need the veteran receivers, where he's more needing to have veteran wideouts as a younger player, right? I mean, I I, I'm not I'm not quite saying I'm all in on this yet, but I think this is by far the riskiest of your three offseason moves if you were in Carthon. But it is interesting and it's something that's not going to go away from our chatter over the next three to four weeks.
1: No, and look what some of the teams with young quarterbacks surround surround themselves with at wide receiver, right? Like Joe Burrow on a rookie deal had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. You you have Brock Purdy with Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. You had Tua who the Dolphins were able to bring in Tyreek Hill and pair him with Waddle because you had extra money because your quarterback was on a rookie deal. Um, there are countless examples, uh, and I'm, I'm leaving a few out, I'm sure. But Jalen Hurts, you were able to go get A.J. Brown while Jalen Hurts was still cheap. And Devontae Smith, you get to pair him with him. So all these, guys, all these teams with a young quarterback bring in a big money wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins didn't really break the bank. Um, but T. Higgins, you're able to now go spend on a guy who's been there and done that And you know what? Tony brings up a point. He says, why not wait till next year, though, Jack, when he's a free agent? Well, here's the thing. Right now, T. Higgins' price is probably going to be as low as it's probably going to be. He's coming off a season where he played in just 12 games, only 650 receiving yards and five touchdowns. What if he goes for 1,209 touchdowns next year? Then you got to pay a whole lot more. So go ahead and make that trade. Give up the draft pick this year. Give up a fourth round next year, which will probably turn into a mid-fourth round pick you hope. So you're not giving up the seventh pick in the fourth round, essentially a late (laughs) third round pick, which, which is Um, interesting,
0: right? Because what is a fourth round pick? It's the first round of day three. And mm -hmm. I think that's where like GMs hold a high value in Mm -hmm. early picks to start those days, like the second round pick and the fourth round pick, because it allows you to really have a chance to look at the board and see what you want to do overnight. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like playing the stock market, right? You want to buy low. Well, you're not going to buy lower than right now on T Higgins. And, you know, he's already shown that he can go for a thousand yards. He did it in back-to-back seasons in 2021 and 2022. And he's, he's a red zone target. When the Titans are at their best, they're scoring in the red zone. DeAndre Hopkins, great red zone threat. You give, you give Will Levis T Higgins. We know Will Levis can operate between the twenties, but the next step is to become a threat in the red zone and score touchdowns on a consistent basis. T. Higgins helps you get there. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of T. Higgins. I think that he fits in this system. And I know that Brian Callahan knows exactly how to use him and cater to his strengths. And he's going to put him in the right situations. So he's not going to have to learn and, you know, kind of pitter-patter around with an A.D. Mitchell or a Keon Coleman or a Xavier Leggett, a guy that you'd take in the second round and, and learn what he does best, you know, on the fly. He knows what T. Higgins is going to do, and he knows what T. Higgins is capable of. I think that sets Will Levis up for a quick development and a fast track to getting the Titans back to a position where they can win the AFC South and compete in the AFC playoffs once again.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and uh, ask this question because I see Justin already kind of said what he would do. Uh, our question here uh, about T. Higgins uh, is is pretty simple. It is what trade price tag would you be willing to give up for wide receiver T Higgins? What trade price tag would you be willing to give up for wide receiver T Higgins? We haven't really gotten to you guys as much in the chat because Jack's been laying out his plan, which I think so far has been a very entertaining plan uh, right here. So what trade price tag would you be willing to give up uh, for wide receiver T Higgins? But first I'm going to tell everybody about our great friends at Krebs Gaboda. If you need any type of equipment, man, the weather, the last day and today before the rain comes in, 60s in February, this is what the groundhog was talking about with this early spring, uh, and that means those projects are just around the corner, and Krebs Kubota is your place to go for all of your equipment needs, mowers, trimmers, uh, power units, uh, hay balers, tractors. Uh, utility vehicles, they've got it all at Krebs Kubota and they have the best equipment in the industry as an elite Kubota dealer and also the best warranties in the industry with their connection as an elite Kubota dealer, but they also have the best customer service because of the Krebs family name, Krebs is a family name, which makes it even better because They put their reputation on their shirts, on their chest, on their sign, on their reputation to make sure that they give you the best customer service you can possibly have when it comes to any of your equipment. And it's super important to have a relationship with your equipment provider because we're not experts, they are we don't know what's going to happen. Things might break. You not might need some service being done. And they've got all of that right there in three locations across the mid-state in Columbia, where it all began. And then they expanded to Murfreesboro and Franklin because it's going so well. So Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro online at Krebs dot
1: BetMGM.com. There's a ton of stuff going on right now. Spring training starts in the MLB today. College basketball is in full swing, and my God, Austin, nobody can win on the road. It's an exciting time to get in the game. Do it with BetMGM. Use our bonus code A to Z sports, and you'll receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. You're going to start out in the green. Do it with BetMGM. It's the most easy app to navigate. They've got plenty of rewards like boosted odds specials. They've got live features that are second to none. The selection is unmatched as well. So get in the game with BetMGM and sign up with our bonus code A to Z Sports. Get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets when you do so. If your first bet misses, when you do so.
0: All right, so Jack, we're asking the question: What trade price tag would you give up for T. Higgins uh, for a wide receiver? I'll kind of go through again what your plan would be hypothetically, as if you're wearing your rain cart. You should, man, man, we should have gotten you a ran Rand Carthon T hat for today. I know, that I want been one of those. Great. I'm in
1: the market for one of those hats. Well, I just got to uh, figure out where to find it.
0: Rand's wearing it right there on the graphic, man, because you're wearing your GM hat today for Rand Carthon. Shout out to the Magic Bucket that we'll get to later. But your plan is to trade a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 fourth round pick for wide receiver T Higgins, then a contract extension that could look something around three years, $70 million for 23 and a half annual Uh, per million, a year one cap at just seven and a half coming from our contract projections at a to zsports.com. So still something that's not going to break the bank. If you're pairing T Higgins with the the Nico Autry deal we talked about, that's just 12, 13 million bucks of cap space in year one. So still $50 million of cap space to go spend after these two moves. Uh, So Jack, I'll send you the chat. What are people saying about their trade price tag for T Higgins and what they'd be willing to give up?
1: Yeah, Jake says just a second rounder this year. That's it. You know, if the Bengals would do that, I totally agree, Jake. Uh, I have a feeling that they're going to ask a little bit more because they know that the tight. you know, it's a supply and demand game at the end of the day. Um, and, and the Titans are in great demand, and the Bengals have the supply. So if it if all it takes is a second rounder, I'm in. I, I just believe that they're going to want a little bit more. Um, Curtis C says a fourth, Burks and Farley. Uh, I mean, if, if you could do that. You'd be getting that. I mean, that's that's not a deal. That's a steal. I, I don't know that the yeah. Bengals would be up for that, but holy no. cow, if they would do no. that, I'd be in. There's no, way. I just don't see Burks and Farley as you know, uh, big needle movers in a deal like this. Um, you've got Eric Davis who says he'd part ways with Harold Landry to bring in T Higgins. Uh, that's an interesting discussion. A player that for is a player, very
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, continuing to go down. Uh, we've got a 2024 20, second and 2025 20, 25 fourth seems fo- spot on. Um, Stephen King says a second rounder and a four or a five next year. That's kind of where I was, Stephen. Before the show, I was just debating whether to take a four or a five. I went with a four just because um, I think that that gets the deal through. Um, moving on, Ross Biggie says he doesn't want anything for T. Higgins. He's out on T. Higgins. Yeah, I mean um, – Steve, yeah, I mean, it's he's kind of a polarizing player right now for for the Titans fan base. Uh, next year's second and a fourth, so you hold on to this year's second, which is a high second. I think the Bengals are going to want something now if they get rid of a guy like T. Higgins.
0: Let me let me kind of give you what my what my thought on this because Stevie brings this up. Next year's second and fourth, because if you remember, let's go back to this past off season. Lamar Jackson was had that big franchise tag by the Ravens, right? And we didn't know if the Ravens wanted to pony up and sign their quarterback to a long-term extension, which they eventually did. But Lamar Jackson was his own agent, which complicated things when it comes to the negotiation table. But if the Bengals tag T. Higgins and are still unwilling to sign him up to a long-term deal because Joe Burrow's cap hit goes huge in 2025, and Jamar Chase's cap hit will go huge in 2025 with a contract that they want to sign him, then T Higgins might be the odd man out in that salary cap gymnastics. What if the Tennessee Titans float out pre-draft a trade offer for T Higgins on the franchise tag that's a low ball? It's not great. Titans don't have a third round pick this year. What if it's a, a fourth rounder this year and a third rounder next year? And they just sit that, just let it sit there. The Bengals may not take it. I don't know what else competition the Titans could have in this trade market in this situation for T. Higgins. But let's say you wait, you wait, they don't bite. The draft goes by. You use your own 38th overall pick in the second round this year. And now you up the ante. Now you say second round pick in 2025 and a fourth round pick in 2025. Now you've got your seventh overall, your 38th overall pick. And now you can get T Higgins for future. If you wait until the draft passes by, because the the deadline for the franchise tag is July 15th. That's when the deadline is for anybody tag to sign it, to play on it, or now you're getting into a holdout situation. So if the Titans want to be patient with it and are not using this as a boomer bust move, then I think that could play out pretty nicely. So I think I would sign for that.
1: Yeah, that's ideal, right? And Steven's kind of saying the same thing. Like you already don't have a third this year and you want to give up a second as well. No thanks. You got to look at it this way, Stephen. You're drafting T Higgins in the second round if you part ways with that second round pick. Like you, yes. you're spending that draft pick on T Higgins. But, so that makes it different.
0: But you're drafting T Higgins in the second round and paying him 70 million dollars in three years instead of drafting somebody in the third in the second round and paying them. Eight million dollars over the next three to four years. That's that's sure. the main difference.
1: But again, it's 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 risk reward, right? You know that T. Higgins can do it at a Pro Bowl caliber level. You Very, don't know that true. your second round receiver is going to pan out to be the guy that he the guy that he's projected to be. I mean, we, we have a recent example in Traylon Burks that should scare just about everybody off of that. Um, no picks this year. That's all I'll say. Hoshi you know, wants to keep the draft picks build for the future. Um, Jr. says take Burks. I'm sure if the Titans could do that and flip Burks for Higgins, they'd do it. Um, second round pick and some cash from Brandon Dozier. Uh, the Titans do have a lot of money at their disposal. Um, I would give up a second and Andre Dillard, uh, Manny. If you could package Andre Dillard in any trade deal, whether it's for a third-string punter, I think you, you do it. You're going to have to end up paying him uh, next year anyways because of the contract that they signed him to um, of Rable failure there. Um, Bowers at 38. I don't I don't know what that comment is. I shouldn't have pulled it up. But um, swap second rounders and add a third round next year. Is that enough, do you think? Say it one more time. If you swap your second round pick with the Bengals this year, and then you throw in a third next year, is that enough to bring Higgins home?
0: Uh, I don't... uh,
1: I'd be surprised. Honestly,
0: I don't don't know if the Bengals would go for that. But again, that's kind of what I'm saying, is that my ideal situation, and somebody brought it up when I went through my Thing is like you're assuming that there's nobody else that's going to outbid you for T. Higgins. If you slow play it, low ball it pre-draft and then up the ante post-draft. But I, I think if you do that, then you're going to have to be okay with not getting T. Higgins in a trade and another team trading for him successfully. Which if I were Rand Carthon, I'd be okay with. I'd yeah. be okay with a low ball offer a fourth this year and a third next year pre-draft offer rolling the dice, playing the board as Rand Carthon told us last spring. And then if he gets traded elsewhere pre-draft and you miss out, Oh, that's okay. You know, no sweat. But if he doesn't get traded pre-draft, now I can go back post-draft and really, uh, load up on in the arsenal, uh, and give up 2025 picks where the Titans are going to say, yeah, I, uh, Hopefully you're picking 15th or 18th or whatever like that next year.
1: That would be ideal, right? Being able to add a receiver in the second round, trade a couple picks next year for T Higgins. Then you have, boom, you've got a trio. You've got D hop Higgins, whoever you take in the second round, Patrick bird thinks Malachi Corley could be an option. You got to address the wide receiver position at some point uh, this offseason. bringing in Gabe Davis and Malachi Corley would do that in a way. I don't know that you're getting a whole lot of punch um, in Gabe Davis. You know, if he disappears under Josh Allen, he's probably prone to do the same thing under Will Levis. Consistency issues, I have a problem with Gabe Davis there. But he's a selfless player. He's a great blocker. But I think Titans fans are a little sick of having wide receivers that are great blockers. It's time to bring in some actual downfield threats. Um, yeah. Let's see, just the second from Kyle. Um, stop giving away future mid-round picks. Those are extremely valuable. We've seen the Titans hit on a few of those picks over the years. Um, Amani Hooker being one of those examples. Um, Burks, a 2025 third and 2025 pick. Um, I, again, a lot of people are trying to package, you know, some of the Titans, uh, worst players, Traylon Burks, Andre Dillard, I, I, Haley, probably yeah. we've seen a bunch of those. None of those. I don't think different. the
0: Bengals would have any interest in that. A couple comments that I saw here. Uh, Justin said Titans get pick 19, which is the Bengals first rounder and Higgins and the Bengals get seventh overall in one Oh six. I mean, I, yeah. If you're the Bengals, I think you do that <laughs> because now the Bengals have a chance to actually trade up to go get Joe Alt or Olaf Ashanu and finally fix the offensive line. Uh, and then the Titans slide back to 19. I don't know if the Titans would be willing. That's a that's a steep. Don't do right that. There. Yeah, GM Jack
1: I, would would veto that move. You keep yeah. that seventh overall pick. You get a bona fide starter immediately at left tackle or a wide receiver that's going to change your offense at that spot that there's no guarantee yeah. at 19. The Titans have been picking, you know, in the teens and the twenties uh, for, for the majority of the last four or five years. And, it, and when you do that, well,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. At times you can get Jeffrey Simmons in the late teens, but you can also find yourself with Traylon Burke for Sean Evans, Caleb Farley, you know, in that, in that, in that, late teens, early twenties window, mm-hmm. Andre has a super chat. He says, I like T, but not enough to trade for and pay him the money. We didn't pay AJ. Titans didn't pay AJ. He's not the same level. Can he be one? I'd rather go Hollywood and draft neighbors. Now I think we have to understand that the Titans didn't pay AJ was a John Robinson situation and John Robinson has been gone. So would Rand Carthon have paid AJ and not botched that negotiation? I don't know. Maybe Rand Carthon was involved to an extent he was at least in the building the same off season that Debo Samuel was pulling the same tactics and stunts that AJ was doing and being dramatic and doing the social media play and all that stuff. And the Niners worked it out and Rand Carthon got to experience that. So I don't think you can necessarily combine that, but I, look, no. we talked a little bit yesterday about the, the idea of Hollywood Brown and Malik neighbors. I think that's a fascinating idea. And I think that's something I would sign off on, but I, I just don't think, now we like we have to let go of the AJ situation and holding against the Titans. Like you can hold it against John Robinson all you want, but you have to not hold it against the, the logo.
1: Yeah, right. And, and your mistake with AJ has nothing to do with you know you being in the sweepstakes for T Higgins this off season. You got to let that go, and, and you you've really got to assess the situation as it currently lies. And T Higgins is a guy that's going to help this team immediately. He's a guy that has experience in Brian Callahan's system. I mean, there are so many pros you can go down the list. And when you have a guy who has so many so many things in the pros column, you know what you got to do? You got to pay him a little bit. And wide receivers in today's game, uh, you know, because they are so valuable and it's a pass-heavy league now, they're going to cost money. But you can't let a couple million dollars here or a couple million dollars there sway you from bringing in an, a game changer on the offensive side of the ball. The Titans don't have many of those, and they haven't over the last two decades. So you go out and you spend the money that you have because you're not going to have this amount of money every offseason. You spend that money on a guy who can come in and help you turn the page on offense. If it's T Higgins, great. If it's Brandon Ayuk, great. If it's someone else that can contribute immediately, then that's great. But you're going to have to pay a big-time price tag to bring in a big-time receiver. That's just the way of the world.
0: All right, so Jack, you have one more of these moves. The magic bucket told you to do three offseason moves. If you were Titans GM rank, Carthon, we've gone through them. T Higgins trade and sign with the second round pick for this year and a fourth round pick for next year. We talked about it off the top, re-signing defensive lineman Danico Autry for a one or two year deal. That's not going to pay or break the bank for the 34 year old uh, defensive lineman. Uh, so, we'll get to the third one here in a second. But first, we need way more likes on the show today. Uh, Facebook is really falling behind. YouTube, I expect more out of you guys. Facebook and YouTube, hit that like button, please. It goes a long way for us. So, please hit the like button for us. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, you just have to exit the live chat on your phone, hit the like button, and pop the live chat right back up there. That goes a long way for us. So, Jack. The third move you would make in free agency if your Titans GM ran Carthon is
1: Jack. You haven't talked about fixing the offensive line yet. Uh, why are we talking about any of this? Will Levis isn't going to have time to get the ball to these playmakers. Well, now's the time we're talking O line, baby. You go out and you spend. You spend at right tackle. Look, I know you got Bill Callahan, and a lot of people are saying, Oh, this is great for NPF. Look, Bill Callahan is good but he's not God. He's not going to be able to turn water into wine with NPF. So you got to go out and you got to spend money on a guy like Michael and Wayne, coming from new England who can play right tackle. If you go out and you spend $13 million a year on Michael and Wayne, you get creative with that deal. He fits in the budget. He's a guy that you can trust at right tackle. Who's been there and done that. He's also got some versatility. He's moved to right guard in the past. If you ever need him there, he's a guy that makes sense. And if you can have a left tackle, And Joe Alt or Fashanu or whoever you take at seven on the left side next to Skoransky, you feel good about what you can do over there. If you bring in Unwenu on the right side, that that starts making Will Levis feel really comfortable. And then when Will Levis is comfortable, we're going to see what he can do down the field. We're going to see what he can do in intermediate throws. I I think that 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 really helps him. And he's a guy who struggles with decision-making at times when he's under pressure. Well, you get rid of his biggest weakness if you bring in Michael and Wayne, you make your team better. He will make players around him better. So you go out, you pay Michael and Wayne, you, uh, you know, his market value, which we're going to pull up here. I, I guess we don't yeah. have his value in front of us. Yeah, I, I, I do I have assume it. it's going to be around $13 million a year, which is a cheap price to pay for security over the next four years in Will Levis's rookie contract.
0: Yeah, we don't have one for a to Z Sports.com for Michael and Wayne U, but Spotrak does in that market values around, right, what you're saying, $13 million. But here's what ESPN.com had about the New England Patriots tackle or offensive lineman. You can play right guard, you can play right tackle. So I think you're you're finding a starter uh, in, in Michael and Wayne U. If this is where Jack's going, six foot three, 350, big dude, uh, has the ability to play guard or tackle, but I see him as a better fit inside at guard. This is from uh, Bowen of uh, ESPN.com where he can use his size and power to move defenders and gap schemes and anchor and pass pro. Uh, posted an 88.7 pass block win rate at guard this past season. And so if you're talking about the trio of Autry, Higgins, and you that year one salary cap hit is probably under $20 million. Those are three pretty big names. Game changer. And yes, and you're you're addressing your two biggest needs at wide receiver and offensive line with veterans. In this situation, you're still drafting Joe Alt or Ola Fashanu at seventh overall. So now you're getting a rookie at left tackle on Wayne U to be at either right guard or right tackle, wherever that plays out but still a bona fide starter on the right side to help that. And you're getting T Higgins um, on the outside. Plus Danico back. I think for, for less than a $20 million cap hit combined um, in year one, uh, I think that's in in the end. Now you still got 30 plus million dollars, $35 million of cap space to go fill out the rest and sign a center sign an an inside linebacker sign a cornerback or two. And now you're starting to really see this team reload uh, from what they've been roster wise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You still have a lot of flexibility there. Like you said, Jeffrey says, are we forgetting our entire line sucks? No, we're not Jeffrey. I promise you. We're not. We can't forget that. Look, they were the second worst offensive line in football last year, only in front of the New York giants. And, you can go from having the 31st ranked offensive line last year and jump all the way into the top half of the league if you get a Joe Alt at left tackle, if you bring in an Uenu on the right side. Then you have three guys who could potentially be, be pro bowl caliber dudes on that offensive line. That's going to help Levis. That's going to help Tajay Spears. That's going to help the run game. It's, it's going to make everything flow so much easier. And I get it. A lot of Titans fans are enamored with the fact that Brian Callahan says, you know, we can cover up some of the O-line issues with quick throws, quick decisions. You know, I've got something in my scheme that can cover up those, like kind of a wideout would do. Well, you wouldn't have to cover up as much if you went out and you spent a little bit on the right side of your offensive line. You're going to have a left tackle and a left guard on rookie contracts. You can bring back Aaron Brewer for a cheap price, and you can figure out what you're going to do at either right guard or right tackle. you got a couple of options um, in-house that you could throw in over there, whether it's Raidens or NPF. Um, at either of those positions. And then you've got a functioning offensive line. I I miss the days where the Titans' offensive line was just functioning and competent. Well, you could have that and then some by going above and beyond and adding a right tackle or a right guard, whichever they see uh, fit on Wainu. It makes a lot of sense to me. Will Levis is going to be able to develop, and I understand he's a great runner, but when your quarterback has to run often, the chance of injury risk rises. So there's a little bit of give and take there a great skill set that he has he can use it when he needs it doesn't need to use it 10 times a game just to escape from pressure coming in from the inside or the outside it's a great move it's a great investment and and at the end of the day you're investing once again in your quarterback by going and getting him some adequate protection
0: all right so we've got three off season moves that jack gentry has made a lot of people are like well yeah what about center what about this look these are just three these are not the only three uh but it's just the three moves so what we want to do is we want to grade Jack's three moves. I'll go through them again. Grading Jack's three moves. One, sign and trade and sign for wide receiver T Higgins. Two, re sign defensive lineman Danico Autry. And then three, bring in offensive lineman free agent target Mike Unwenu from the Patriots. My guesstimation is that all three of these players would cost under $20 million combined, um, on the one year on the first year salary cap hit. So the Titans would get all three of these players. Now with T you're giving away a, a valuable draft pick, but you're still drafting Joe alt too. So you get Joe alt plus these three guys that Jack's laying out here for, and still having 35 plus million dollars to spend on the salary cap. So how would you grade these three moves that Jack has laid out today? Uh, But first, uh, our final sponsor for us to talk about uh, this morning, Farm Bureau Health Plans. If you need help making your health plan better, Farm Bureau Health Plans is your place to go. They've been serving Tennesseans for ongoing 77 years across the entire state. It's incredible staying power uh, for Farm Bureau Health Plans, and they can help you out. Regardless of whatever your situation may be, they're there to, to find it for you. Whether you're out there by yourself, single, independent contractor, uh, entrepreneur, they can find a health plan that's better than what the marketplace can provide. Maybe you have a growing family, or maybe your family's all grown up and you're empty nested with your spouse. And you need that next level of health plan, that's where Farm to Health Plans really specializes as well. Customizable health plans for you, for your situation, so you can get better coverage and pay less. It's the best of both worlds. That's what Farm Your Health Plans does. And you can get a quote today at fbhp.com slash ATOZ.
1: Bet MGM, sign up. New users take advantage of this. I'm telling y'all, this bonus code is going to be profitable for you guys. Use code A to Z sports. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. If you're looking to get in the game, now's the time to do it. March is right around the corner. Everything's going on. The NBA, the NHL, all that stuff There's playoff pushes going on over there college basketball obviously you've got march madness you don't want to miss out on that and then you've got mlb coming back college baseball we've talked about over the last week it returns and that is available on betmgm as well so download betmgm use our bonus code a to z sports and get up to 1500 back if your first bet misses
0: all right jack i want to see what the people are grading you uh you get three moves Resigning signing Nico autry trade and sign t higgins and sign o Lyman. Mike Unwenu, what are the people saying on your grade as you're uh, wearing Ran Carthon hat this morning?
1: Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and start some of these comments rolled in before the question. Uh, Chris Frazier's given me an A. Thank you for thank you, Chris. Uh, Darren says Jack is three for three. He gets an A. Darren knows ball. I'm happy to be on the right side of that. Uh, Rashid says C plus. Brad's at an A. Mm-hmm. Ken says B minus. Uh, Curtis says C plus. Willie says B, Steven agrees, C's get degrees, baby, and I'm a product of that, so uh, I hear you there, Curtis. <laughs> Shout Scott out we- Ole Miss. <laughs> Scott Weaver says A+. plus. Jeff's uh, separating each one, A-plus for uh, Danico, B-plus for T, and a B for Enwenu. Linwood says an A-plus. Kane, come on, Kane, what do I got to do to get you on my side? We got a D-minus from Kane, but now, he, keeps, this me does involve he Joel. keeps me humble.
0: This does involve Joel.
1: Yes, correct. Hoshi's at a B plus. Josh Brown's A minus. Titans Kyle B minus. Same with Major Keys. Jody Newell checks in with a B plus. Andre says it's an A minus depending on the trade package for T. I'll I'll hear you on that one, Andre. It's going to take something. Uh, it could take even more than what I laid out to get T. Again, so we'll see. Um, Stephen Wood says B plus. Albert says A. Billy Jones is at a B plus. Um, Joe Alt and No Neighbors C eh, now. LOLs from Curtis. Okay, Curtis has changed his answer a couple of times uh maserati says a a plus from b birds uh <laughs> jacks clipboard says a plus but i gotta go with a b plus i'll take a b plus is at a d oh no Thea, where have i what have i done uh lucas is at an a minus peyton says a michael snyder b plus mr robinson a minus rooney says an a austin how do you feel about my 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 three moves as gm what would you grade me
0: I like all three players. I think the why I'm not in the A range is because of the trading away, the 38th overall pick in this draft. I think that's too valuable of a pick for the Titans to give up, which makes me give you a flat B. I think it's, I think it's solid. It's, it's passable. Look, and again, there's still plenty of money to use to sign more. Uh, but I think for if you're isolating three moves, I think you have to be really excited that this is a B of these three. Um, you know, the hard thing is going from the seventh overall pick and then not drafting again until Saturday in the early 100s. That's why I'm a B and not an A minus or an A. But I like it. I would be very intrigued. I think Titans fans would get very excited because you've so got. I like you're checking boxes. You bring back a fan favorite and Donico Autry. You bring in a guy that can help the worst position group on the O-line and Joe alt, because he's included in this. And then, uh, Mike on on the right side. I think that's good. And then T Higgins, there's a lot of sex appeal with T Higgins. You're giving up a lot for it, but I think it makes sense. So I give you a B B and Jay says center matters. Yes. Center matters. And 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 that's the thing.
1: A A lot of people jumped on me for Aaron Brewer. A lot of people jumped on me for saying that Aaron Brewer should be back. He wasn't in my three moves, but I do think that they should bring him back. Look, he's an elite run blocker. Terrible in pass protection. If Bill Callahan can figure something out, I think that Aaron Brewer already has a solid background. There's a lot to work with there. But if you don't want to bring Aaron Brewer back, you could probably find a solid center in the fourth or fifth round. So uh, there's a couple ways to solve that issue, and that would be the cheaper avenue. But I still think that there's a lot to work with if you can bring Aaron Brewer back and just get him to that competent level in pass pro. Uh,
0: And then Mr. Robinson uh, says, what would make it an A move, Austin? And I think that's a great question. I think it kind of goes into what I said. I would immediately move up to an A plus if Rand Carthon and and Brian Callahan pull off the trade plan that I kind of laid out earlier in the show, which is, Offer something that's intriguing to the Bengals uh, this year, fourth round, and a next year third round for T. Higgins, knowing they're probably not going to take it. Let the draft pass, and then jump up to a 2025 second and a 2025 fourth for T. Higgins post draft, and you get your 38th overall pick immediately. That gives me an A plus, not even an A, an A plus, because that shows savviness out of Rand Carthon, if he can pull it off. Now, there's a lot of other variables that go into that, like another team not having a better offer pre-draft than the Titans for T. Higgins. I am I have no idea what a, a T. Higgins trade market's going to look like, and we are still waiting for the official word that the Bengals are franchise tagging T. Higgins that gets mm-hmm. this started in the first place, but they have until March 5th to make that happen.
1: Look, every Rand Carthon needs a Chad Brinker. Austin, I'm happy to I'm happy to hire you on as my Chad Brinker. We can figure out the trade details. We'll get this okay. thing to an A while still bringing T to Nashville. I, I think we're at a good I think we're at a good place here.
0: I like it. I like that. I will be tra- Chad Brinker. I think, uh, man, Chad Brinker has got a fascinating career. Uh, like uh, he's a, got a fascinating
1: know, a- role within this team right now.
0: Yeah. And that's something that I think we're going to continue to learn more about, um, as he is the president of football operations, but all right, Jack, we went through your, this has been like an hour long magic bucket, uh, play out, which has been fun. I I think you did a good job with this. I think this was a great exercise. Maybe one day I'll pull this out of the magic bucket and I will do the, the same thing, uh, when that time comes. But, uh, now it is time for us to go back to the magic bucket for today. shout out to Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to find out how much uh, you can save on a new ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon. So don't pay those downtown prices. Go see Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. So it is magic bucket time as I reach down to grab the bucket. All right. This one is for me first because you went first last week. And last week I had to, what, name the – I had to name a bunch of Super Bowl MVPs. Is that what I had to do last week? Oh, you
1: you tied the tie. You you gave the tie tutorial last week. That
0: was – yeah, but I I actually named MVPs. The tie was the week before.
1: That's right. You did do Super Bowl MVPs, I remember.
0: Uh, Jake, Austin's going to fill the magic bucket with only that card so he can give his opinion for a whole show. Like, I (laughs) – definitely seems like something I would do. (laughs) Um, All right, this is for me okay jack you did this recently and i get to do it again dress up as santa claus for an entire
1: show oh well we've already got the costume baby let's do it well
0: half of the costume you've got a beard
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you gotta go the titan's beanie yeah i uh i will uh we will make this work so next thursday by the way leap day show next thursday Free content, free show for everybody, leap day show. Uh, and I'll be wearing a Santa outfit.
1: Fun fact for the chat that no one cares about. I was actually due on leap year. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came early though. It's been a trend for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow. I literally just pulled the same thing we did today. If you were Titans GM, how what would you do? All right. So that one doesn't count. It is crazy Of like there's a you know 40 something things in here and I pull the same type of things each week. All right. <clears throat> jack yes austin do you have any hidden talents
1: Mm, man i don't have any visible talents uh let me think (laughs) hidden talents uh double jointed not really a talent kind of a birth defect um
0: (laughs) jack's hidden hidden talent talent. is just a birth defect (laughs) hilarious
1: (laughs) okay hidden talent what do i got what do i got hidden talent um This is tough. I'm looking at a GameCube, and I'm so good. Is at there Mario
0: anything Kart. you did as a kid? Like American Top says, can you squirt milk out of your eyeball? Like no, kids. I wish.
1: Oh, I wish. wish. Uh, um, and Jr. to answer your question, no, that is not me. Um, but let's see, uh, hidden talent.
0: You got to have uh, something. Oh, oh, oh,
1: I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. I can throw a football behind my back, like go around behind my back. I can throw it 25 yards. And this is because I have terrible labrums in my shoulder. I've had to get both repaired through surgery. And so when when I have these issues, you couldn't throw any I couldn't throw anything overhand. Yeah. So in order to still, you know, scratch that itch and uh, scratch scratch that itch um and, and you know, throw throw the football, catch the football. Um, I, I learned how to throw behind my back so I can actually chuck a football on a tight spiral, 25 yards behind my like back. Accurately. My accurately. Oh yeah. So if you target. were a,
0: like, if you're a flag football quarterback, you would be a behind the back thrower. I, I, I wouldn't, I,
1: I would, I would mostly throw overhand, but if I needed to, yeah. if, you know, if somebody was coming at me, both hands up, I just whiz one behind, behind okay, the back. I, I,
0: so does that also mean if you're playing a heated game of beer pong and your ball bounces back to you that your behind-the-back shot is pretty good?
1: No, my behind-the-back shot's average in that situation, but um, it's, it's mostly with a football. It's hard to throw okay. a football behind your back, but I've I've got practice doing it. I, I wish I had a video, Lucas, and, and I know Brad says he needs to see proof as well. Um, if if y'all ever catch me with a football in my hands, which you'll never probably do, I I'll do it. I'll hit you.
0: But no, I'll, I'll hit you.
1: I I hit you, you. square I in the
0: hands, twenty-five yards
1: away yeah. on a rope. Right here, baby. Right <laughs> in the diamond. But uh, like yeah, it. no. So that's my hidden talent.
0: Uh, Herschel says, uh, "How the hell did it take you so long to think of that?" That's a great talent.
1: I don't know. It's it's a good question, Herschel. I, I was trying to. I guess I was trying to think too hard. But um, yeah, it's it's been a while since I got out there and threw one behind the back. But I've still got it in me.
0: There you go. Uh, you never forget, just like riding a bike, throwing a football behind your back on a dime. All right. Uh, great show this morning. Jack, well done as GM rank Carthon, GM Jack here on the show. If you liked what Jack did, hit that like button for us. Give us the thumbs up on the show today. Uh, uh, Sam will be live with Titans at 2 later on and Buck Rising live tonight for A to Z Sports Prime. Time to wrap up his week. And then we'll be back tomorrow morning on a Friday. Great Titans topics to wrap up the week. NFL Combine will be on fire next week. We will have a team in Indy for the NFL Combine. More on that later on, and we'll catch you guys later on. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Appreciate it as always.